early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called shadow runners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team is asked by Vern and Odina to learn more about the last line. The NYPD police gang that stormed the Chaz and undertook several seemingly very well-planned operations in the chaos that ensued after the killing of a striking police officer. After combing through that evening's security footage, Chaz Spider Thistle reveals that the laser rifle shot issued from the gun of one Miko Jurdovich, a lone star sheriff with a stellar reputation who was recently flown in from Texas and even more recently vanished. On that tape, Miko looks aghast at the sudden discharge of his firearm, which is also nowhere to be found. Thistle guesses if the team is able to find the gun and the log data it contains, they'll find out more about what happened that night. The team decides their best bet for surface intel is the PBA. Maybe the servers there have the gun's log data, the gun itself, or info on its whereabouts. We join the team now as they float in Henley the Bentley in Manhattan's South Cove, just blocks away from the PBA, weighing their options and determining an angle of attack. How close do you have to be to a building, a hacking person or unit, need to be to a building for you to get in reliably? When you or say access, get in, you mean a- access, access, a- access the host, the building. Yeah. So in the 22nd century uh, New York, the world, uh, you can imagine that as much bullshit flying through the air as there <laughs> is now, there is a thousand times, the, a million times the amount. Bluetooth, mm. red tooth, green tooth, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fo, Ho-Fi, Ho-Ho-Ho. <laughs> Oh. I'm, I'm on oh wife, wifeo. Yeah. Are the planes even flying if it's oh ho 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 fo? You've heard of five G, baby. Meet zero G because they ran out of numbers. <laughs> so it's like literally the the the, the spectrum is thick, right? So in so in in this world in which we call Shadow Run, there's a thing called noise. So if you're trying to access just the general matrix wirelessly, right through the air through the wireless. There's a thing called noise, and it helps to be physically closer to the thing you are trying to connect to. If it's a wired connection, though, much, much less noise, right? Like no, none. None. Yeah, zero. Yeah, uh, none. I think, you can, I think you can think about it, um, Nick, as sort of like, you can visit the website of anywhere from right. almost anywhere, and that is like visiting the host is sort of like that. But as soon as you're wanting to manipulate or gain access to anything that is, like, meaningfully physical... Um, it helps to be much closer to it. Right. We're talking about going into PBA or, or Lone Star servers. So we, I'm talking about close enough to get there. Can we be in the parking lot and get in those? Or do we need to be, like, closer? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think Lash needs to touch the building. I think, I like, know. 
within a block is pretty decent. Mike, is that fair? I agree with that. Are there any buildings around the block? What is right in the vicinity of the PBA besides the park? So directly behind the PBA is a road, and then on the other side of that road is a park. Uh, Directly in front of the PBA is a subway station and a kind of courtyard. Uh, So there's like kind of some like open, basically private public space in front of it. Um, If you go a little bit further north from that, you get to uh, the location of Manhattan that currently is the most famous for having the bull sculpture. The little girl sculpture in 2102, it's gone. It's not there anymore, but the bull is still there. She grew um, up. It's <laughs> also, grew up so fast. <laughs> it's also, I want to state, just for the record, the bull is much, much, much larger now. <laughs> nice. It's horrible. Just get, just was the bull pulled and like, is this the bull was relocated or they made a new bull? It just grew, Shannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got wet. It just grew. It's called <laughs> it world expanded. building. In yeah. this world, shadows grow over time. Yeah. It, it was So one artist made another bull that was larger than the original bull uh-huh. to replace it as a sort of like very confusing commentary on inflation. Banksy hits another one out of the park. Yeah. Another artist like made a smaller one that like was supposed to be some kind of joke. And then someone, and then the current one is the fourth one, which someone just made extra large. Like it's, it's super unclear. Lots of inflation. Um, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But but like finance people still love it for some reason. No one knows. (laughs) Anyways, that's what this entire game is about tonight. So you're saying we have to get in the bowl. Yes. (laughs) The The Statue of Liberty is scraping the moon. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and to uh, to, like, if you're standing in front of the PBA, uh, looking sort of north uh, towards the bull sculpture to your right are just a bunch of uh, office buildings um, with, you know, like chain stores in the bottom of them and to the left uh, is a high rise that's currently under construction so there's you know like some scaffolding um, and some construction bits that are over there and that's those are all within a block all these locations yeah all that's within yeah. a block yeah okay um I like the and there's cars just like there, there's cars and other vehicles food trucks food vans cyber food trucks just like parked on the street you know yeah mm. and the, some things and the, never change the Lone Star, hmm. the Lone Star perimeter that you've passed through a number of times, uh, is basically just the set of roads that are directly around the PBA. So there's a small, no foot traffic, no car traffic uh, perimeter of a, of a block. Maybe in some senses less than a block. Uh, that's just a Lone Star sort of keeping guard. Uh, again, you you have gone through that a number of times. The high rise under construction seems interesting to me. But it could be more interesting if we come from a place that's kind of crowded because it might be harder to find us. Yes. Um, Yeah, I think uh, TK is going to suggest a plan. Plan music activate. (laughs) What would you have us do? I think we 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 get out of Henley because I don't see any other cars floating or docked out here. Perfect. Set set Henley to patrol just so nobody sees him, and we go for the building. Okay, we so want... we don't we don't leave our bodies in in, in Henley. We we go to yes. the building. We go to the building. Oh, okay, all right. I think top floor cinematic. Okay, we're up there in an unfinished condo. Oh, are you who looking for a wired contractor? A wired connection? Is that what you're talking? About? Is that what nah, you're thinking? I just I'm looking for line of sight. Okay. I would love to get in that unfinished building. We could just be looking for new spaces, you know, in case we want to expand. But also, I think it's better <laughs> Flash, to hide. Don't say that. Better to hide our bodies 
in a place where people aren't going to look. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. I see. I thought you were talking about going to the Lone Star building that we're going to be hacking. Um, no. Okay. That makes perfect sense. We got to get okay. sneaky. Yes. Okay. I hate Sounds to do good. it. Yeah. But we got to do it. I love to do it as she is zipping up her chameleon suit. She means she loves to get sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say that right after I, I love to get sneaky. <laughs> Flash is now just a floating head inside of <laughs> Henley. It just, it's out floating. You guys get out of Henley and you walk towards yeah. the building that is under construction uh, that is to the left of the PBA. Oh, Lash, take, take that thing off. Like, we're, you're just a floating head right now. That's, that's more oh, yeah. conspicuous. Yeah, I guess that is. I, I never got a I never got a, a helmet for this thing, so it's oh, really. <laughs> did you just not check the package? What, did you not call them? Yeah, you know, I got one unused, and Fair. sometimes yeah. it doesn't have all the parts. Okay, and she takes it off. Just wait till we're you can just in turn the building. it off. Yeah, you can turn it off. <laughs> she takes it off. Okay. <laughs> you walk to this building uh, that is under construction, um, and it is basically like on the other side of the Lone Star perimeter uh, on the other side of the street. So though you are within sight of uh, the Lone Star sheriffs that are out there, uh, you don't actually have to go through any of the perimeter. And I'm going to say, like, this has been, this place, this building has been under construction for uh, a while. It's not a dormant site, but it's, there's been a lot of people coming and going for, like, years at this point, and it it's that thing that happens with construction that you kind of forget that it's a building in progress and not just a building that's permanently like that. And unless any one of you wants to do anything purposefully suspicious, <laughs> it would be very easy for you to slide in between a chained uh, like mycelium door uh, that, you know, it, like all even though it's chained, swings open enough for you to squeeze mm. through and get into this construction site, which is like there are people around, but there's not a ton of them. Uh, so I think yeah. like, you know, if someone if you want to designate someone as like team leader to roll, um, I don't know, let's roll reaction and like really like don't glitch. I, I think y your skill level would be high enough that it would be very simple for you to navigate to what seems like an empty floor. Who has the highest reaction? I only have two reactions, so it definitely shouldn't Three. be me. Oh, do I have the highest? <laughs> Yours is four. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll roll for us. Sweet. Let's not glitch this. Three hits. Whoa. Hell yeah. Great. Okay. Viv begins to throw up hand signals, <laughs> letting everybody know like which <laughs> way to go. Points immediately to um, a... Um, points immediately to an unblocked staircase uh, like over in the uh, like northern corner of this building. Uh, you sort of snake through a bunch of the building material that's around. There are a lot of dumpsters. There are uh, pallets of material. There are pallets of uh, wood and like all other kinds of things. There are um, uh, machines and tools around. You hear people talking. You hear some light work happening, but no one sees you. Uh, this building is, let's say, 15 stories tall. Um, I would say that you probably get to a bit, you probably get to a floor that looks pretty empty by like the fourth or fifth floor. Do you want to stop here or do you want to keep going up? Keep going up. At the um, same volume as like one of those construction sheets flapping in the wind, Viv is shushing Lash. <laughs> Her steps are heavy. 
Jen, roll again. Roll another reaction. One hit, but no glitch. Great. You go up uh, another, like, two or three floors. Uh, you're on, let's say, like, the ninth floor. It's pretty quiet. Uh, do you want to keep going up? I think we should. Also, these... Yeah, because we want to put as many floors as we can between us and them. Lux is, is following everyone, but he is definitely tired and trying to act like he's not. <laughs> Nine floors is a lot for Lux. <sighs> Lux, you need a you want to you want a piggyback ride? No, I so I want to make sure you guys are okay. No problem. <laughs> uh, TK uh, hoists right. Lux, on, Lux on his back. <laughs> Lux is not saying anything. He's loving it. <laughs> like not, Sam, going to make you roll for it. Like Sam and Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jen, roll once more for me. That is two hits. Uh, okay, great. I will say that by then you are able to get yeah with two hits you are able to get within range of the top of the building. You as you get to the roof you definitely like hear some voices. There are people who are working mm. on the very very top. But uh, you're you know you can confront them and ask them to leave, uh, or yeah you can stay you know on the like thirteenth floor at a safe distance. Ooh, good number. Yes. Unlucky floor. Well, they don't. Do they make thirteenth floors in? in the future is the real well, question. Well, this, mm-hmm. this is a confusing, right? Because the only reason there isn't a 13th floor is because of the labels on the elevator. So you right. are on the 13th floor. But nothing's yet labeled. So, Maybe labeled so it's not 14th. unlucky is what you're saying. That's, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you decide. I think the uh, dice are we'll, decide. Let's judge like, whether or not mm-hmm. this is a lucky floor at the <laughs> end of this recording. Yes. I agree. All right. Uh, yeah. TK uh, puts Lux down. Uh, and uh, are there any like wood pallets around or whatever? Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff here. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of material. TK builds himself a makeshift desk chair, like a, like a, you know, like box with bo- like planks, wood pallets. Turn a bucket over. Turn yeah, a bucket you got over. It. He's, he's, he's setting up. He's ready to f- fucking hack, dude. Viv is kind of surveying the outer windows and the panels, looking around, seeing if there's anything flying around. Is not is there anything? You don't out see there? any dro- you don't see any drones or anything. Um, when you look out the unfinished facade of this building on the 13th floor, you're looking through a bunch of scaffolding and there's little bits of tarp here and there, but for the most part, it's open into the air. Uh, So, you know, if you, I think you would probably feel as you get closer to the open facade of this unfinished building, you are slightly more exposed, but a little bit further in, like where TK is, you don't really feel like anybody on the ground can see you. Mm. Viv, uh, you got, uh, can you you do any of your your freaky deaky magics and uh, put like a, like a tripwire or something so we know if somebody's coming up or down. Oh, I still have this tape. No, no. No, no, no. don't no. use the tape. No, no, no. Not yeah, the don't tape. use the tape. You, you don't want me to use this tape? Nope. We don't want to yeet someone off this building. Too loud? Also, well, I could lash? just stand guard instead. Well, but we need you inside. You do? The Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> She's very surprised at this. Also, Lash, now's the time for the uh, suit. Oh, great. And then she takes it out of her backpack and <laughs> starts putting it on again. <laughs> Viv is contemplating for a moment and looking out the window and uh, starts to pull at the humidity outside. She starts to pull and is summoning a spirit to protect them. And so she roll. Okay, so I'm uh, summoning a force four water spirit. Um, So I'm rolling against that four. She got five hits. The spirit got four. So you get one service. Okay, so she is pulling, reaching outside of this unfinished window at the humidity in the air surrounding the building and in the room. It's it's really hard to wick that much humidity to make like a big solid creature as we've seen before, but uh, you can see sort of a faint outline of a Kwai Tanu, which is 
a magical water buffalo. Okay. So what you can see, (laughs) you hear it first, yes. You hear it first, and what you see is just the shimmering outline of a buffalo. Not, Not a fully formed thing, it's not 3D, but because, you know, there's not a lot of moisture, you can just see this outline. Oh, Fluffy, you're here. If that, you know, I was I was kind of hoping for something smaller, but this will do, you know? Fluffy can protect us. It's this, it's just, it's, it's like the size of a sedan. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, as long as he's walking around, letting us, he doesn't need to, doesn't need to hurt anybody. Fluffy's nope. good. Just as long Fluffy's- as he lets us know. We could either have unarmed combat to protect us or sapiens so it can talk. I don't know. How do we feel? How do we feel? Feel pretty good about it, <laughs> just, just sapiens then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Viv is pushing her forehead onto the forehead of the water buffalo and whispering very quietly, you'll tell us when somebody arrives. If anybody arrives, you make a noise. You're going to tell me? You're going to nudge my knee? You're going to wet my knee? <laughs> Vivian, I will rouse you should I discover any intruders. Oh, you're more intelligent than I thought. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I went to browse. <laughs> oh, congrats, Buffy. Okay. Okay, uh, you have you have a fifth team member uh, f- for the moment. Uh, do you guys, <laughs> I, I can make you some desks? Because we might be in there for a while. Is, is... Viv just lays on the ground. <laughs> uh, Lash uh, sits cross-legged. He's ready to get in. DK flips a bucket on the other side of his table for uh, for Lux and gestures. Lux uh, sits on the bu- bucket and leans against a uh, the most finished wall he could find um, <laughs> as to not dirty his suit. And he uh, flicks on his glasses and calm and jumps in. You all flip into the matrix, um, and uh, if I am to understand, you are all in, like, full VR, so you're fully immersed. First things first, can we just talk about what each of you looks like in the matrix, if, even if it's review? Um, TK, he's he's wearing, like, a black hoodie, pink strings, black, uh, like, fatigues, combat boots, and there's, like, just a shadow where his face is. Like, he's just, he's he looks inconspicuous, but also more substantial than normal. Yeah, Lash, as always looks very similar to her regular human persona, again, because she doesn't feel that much different in The Matrix than she does in real life, except she is wearing her urban brawl. Uh, Lux looks a lot like himself, uh, perfectly tailored suit, but he is the metal Mario Mario version of Lux. He's got mm. uh, dark uh, gray, but brilliantly polished uh, metal uh, skin. Viv, on the other hand, does not look human-like at all. Uh, she is a single neon squiggle, like a yellow squiggle outline of a person uh, with with that you know blue glowing caftan shape, uh, large Coke bottle glass frame, like all all just big swipes. Of, of of neon and a big Sabrina style sun hat covering oh, wow. covering the eyes. That's good. So you look around and you all see each other as these various uh, personas in the Matrix. You are, though you are close to the PBA physically, you still have to travel within the space of the Matrix um, to get to its host, uh, like its online location. Uh, When you flip into the Matrix, you are sort of in the midst of a bunch of different hosts, um, you know, of online locations, Matrix locations in this kind of like almost 
formless void, uh, and these hosts float um, in this space. And the way that it's organized is uh, the things that are closer to the center of an ostensible uh, infinite uh, sphere are the sort of like smaller, more local locations. So like your local uh, coffee shop or uh, used bookstore, if they had a host in the matrix, it would be closer to the quote unquote center of the sphere. While the triple A mega corporations, the biggest companies in the world are uh, at the further reaches of the outside of the quote unquote sphere. Um, Moving in the matrix is a think it and be it kind of affair. You fly in a way, but really you kind of just like think about where you want to go and the matrix transports you there. And if you do that, if you think I would like to go to the PBA, uh, you will be brought to its host, uh, which floats kind of like at a mid-level height. Um, Most municipal hosts, places that have some sort of state function or are important to the citizens in some way, they float far below the the AAA mega corporations, but still pretty high above any local businesses uh, that you might visit the hosts of. And also, uh, like most other municipal locations, the Matrix host of the PBA looks just like the real building. Uh, It looks like a digitized version of the thing uh, that you would stand in front of in real life. And this is actually the subject of like regulation. It is required uh, by the state that this is the case. They cannot make it, uh, it's called sculpting. They cannot make it look like, they can't sculpt it uh, as anything other than what it looks like in the real world. But there are some notable exceptions at the moment. Above the entryway, where previously it said uh, NYPD Incorporated in a big sort of like gold letters, there is floating in the air, however you want to describe it, of the matrix, a new sign, an additional sign. That sign looks like it's just a big plank of wood. Uh, It is designed, it is modeled, sculpted to look like this. And there is text on it, and the text looks like it was put in the plank of wood with a brand, uh, like a hot piece of metal. And the text reads, Lone Star. And the entryway previously was a very nice set of brass, like ornate art deco uh, double doors, glass, brass, very nice, very heavy. Uh, That in the host has disappeared. Uh, They are not there anymore. And what is in its place are two double swing saloon doors uh, on the other side of which is just a, an inky blackness uh, that I think all of you would recognize as like when you want to enter the host to see what the inside is like, uh, that's where you would go. Um, so this looks mostly like the PBA. PK starts, walk, walks inside. Everybody else follow? Yes. Uh, yeah. Viv's neon straightens out and then kind of curls back up as like kind of a wormy movement. <laughs> So you guys all walk inside into the PBA host. I don't know if any of you ever entered the PBA host before it was taken over by Lone Star. No, only physically. Yeah, okay. So it used to be a pretty good approximation of the atmosphere that they cultivated before Lone Star took over. The host used to look like exactly the lobby that you remember with the beanbag chairs, the ping pong table, the Bevero machine, all the bright wall art, all the colors, all that other stuff. Some of that is still here, and it's kind of like weird shock of recognition, like, oh, okay, we've been here before, but like, also not. Because all of that in the host has also been, like, I think you could say it it has been uh, seasoned uh, with Lone Star's Western shtick. (laughs) So like the digital floor, yeah, like kind of looks like it's been covered in digital sawdust. (laughs) Um, 
There is a honky-tonk music playing, like light sort of thumbtacked piano uh, coming uh, from from the Mm -hmm. distance. Uh, There is a mechanical bull uh, in the far left corner of this lobby that you're in. Uh, And you also see these animations of like... Um, what are obviously arrows, so like they're not personas, they're just animations of uh, like um, I want to say sprites, but that means something else in Shadowrun, but you know what I mean like they're right. not they're not indicative of people, basically just like cowboys hanging around. Uh, These like are NPCs. Loun- yeah, NPCs like lounging, yeah. sitting in beanbag chairs, some of the art that was that nondescript hotel art is blinking in and out and you're seeing some um, dusty plains and some plateaus. There's also kind of inexplicably some Italian flags around and a big floating sign that looks very perfunctory in the middle of this lobby that you're standing in that just says welcome with a bunch of exclamation marks on the end and it's in a decidedly like non-western modern sans serif font. It's not like a word art. (laughs) No, it really, it looks like a literal welcome banner but you do not know to whom or why. Looks like a welcome party for the Italians. Viv turns into a question mark. Jesus. You could just do that? <laughs> you would know. I know, but it's still surpri- it's like surprising that Viv knows that now. That's never that was never yeah. the case. Oh yeah, 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 Viv yeah. Never yeah. Could use yeah. It's like hearing my mom set up a Plex server. What yeah. the right. <laughs> Like what? How's that? Did you get reverse dementia? Before you get too far, a very pleasant looking, like young woman, a receptionist uh, kind of shape materializes in front of you. I think you would all immediately recognize this as kind of like receptionist AI, Um, like here to help you on your visit to the PBA. And I'm talking paradigmatic female receptionist, like non-offensive pantsuit, like vague lady shape, bob haircut. Uh, and she starts to talk. Well, howdy there, user. <laughs> Jesus. Does she have a hooch jug? A non-offensive no, hooch jug? No, she's no, like okay, a, she's like in her early thirties. Uh, this is like a PBA holdover, but they gave it they gave it they, a Texas. They school, it. Uh, <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah, she's she's dressed I think you Got would describe it. how she's dressed as like business casual. Howdy there, user. Much obliged for leaving that dusty trail behind and joining us here at the temporary headquarters of Lone Star Security Services. Please pardon our stardust as we begin to homestead our claim here at the former Police Benevolent Association of the NYPD Incorporated. Me? Well, you can call me Farnham. Now, what can I do for you, partner? Like, kind of blinks in and out a little bit towards the end. Hey, Farnham, um, can you tell me about this exciting new Italian welcome um, station here? Would you like to see a calendar of events? Yeah, that'd be great. And any any other details that you could give me about the why the Italian? Why the Italian? <laughs> That's a complicated question. <laughs> Let's begin with the Etruscans. <laughs> 
suddenly, like a big, like old-timey weathered wood bulletin board rises up from the ground, and you see a sort of spectral hand with a hammer and nail nail up an old, worn, and weathered, tea-soaked piece of paper. Uh, and on it are the the public events of the day. And right there in the middle, lunch, it says... Visiting today, New York City Mayor Pasquale Uncle Pat Cardulo. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see the Italian. I understand. Pasquale the Italian. Uncle Pat Cardulo. Oh, okay. That's exciting. Okay, neat. Um, and uh, Lux uh, is just kind of searching through the other events on the calendar. There is precious little. Um, they are hosting some community discussions uh, about the strike in the coming weeks. Uh, other than that, a lot of it is blocked off as private Lone Star business. Ma'am, when exactly is the mayor expected to be here? We're expecting the mayor to stop by within the next hour. What right. what what the civilian might call high noon. <laughs> <laughs> A civilian? <laughs> what is she? <laughs> yeah, TK turns to Lash and motions away from the group. He sees Viv and Lux. Viv is sort of standing around looking at things, I think. At the mechanical bull. <laughs> right, and Lux is talking to Farnham. Uh, yeah, Lux, and- Lux thinks he's distracting Farnham, but he, he, it's Farnham <laughs> just is just entering. like one instance of a, something that could have 9,000 instances helping various people. Every once in a while, uh, the same female form uh, appears in front of one of the animated cowboys and tries to help an animated cowboy <laughs> who just doesn't pay it any mind because it doesn't actually exist. TK says, Lash, yeah. Farnham's our way in. Yeah. We gotta get. We gotta get Farnham. All right. Get her on our team. <clears throat> you want to help me out? Sure. Do some hacking. Hacking the old-fashioned way. I know you got the weird, freaky, Matrix magic, but you know I love to help you out, TK. It's like the team's back together. All right. So I think uh, it's hacking plus logic for you. Lash is kind of like collecting some energy from the Matrix and like is going to yeah chest bump TK and in the process kind of give some of that energy into his deck that makes it just kind of run a little bit smoother. It's like, it just gives it that, it's like, it's a boost on a server. It's like a little bit of a boost to the, to the deck. One hit. So you can add one, yeah, one dice to your pool. A little Mario Kart boost. Eat a mushroom, you know? A little bit of a, little bit of a, like a chrome uh, twinge to the, the blank face, yeah. TK. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly you can see two eyes. They're glowing. Ooh, nice. Uh, no pupils. <laughs> Don't need uh, yeah, he, I think he, he walks up to Farnham, puts his palm over its face. Ho, 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 six hits. Shoot. You are successful. The system rolled five to your six. So you can see a few other things. Uh, Nick, what is Lux saying to Farnham at this moment? And I just think that the mayor, he's got not only the charisma (laughs) that you want, but you also feel like he really knows what he's talking about. When he was talking about redoing the bridges with big (laughs) filters... I was like, yes, why haven't we done this a hundred years ago? (laughs) Would you like to see search results for breach filter proposal? Uh, yeah. And then a giant hand, uh, TK's TK's matrix hand just smacks Farnham right in the face. No, just palm on the face. palm on the face, okay. (laughs) 
condition. Well, howdy there, Junior Ranger. Glad to have you back. What can old Farnham do for you today? When he asks you this question, the board that was to his left that had the public calendar on it disappears, and a bunch of new posters show up, and the spectral hand comes in and hammers each one of them. You hear a little hammering sound each time. And they're kind of in the shape of wanted posters, and they have titles on them. The first one is Events Calendar, so it looks like you can still access the events if you want to see it. And then there's a couple other ones uh, that you get access to. You get access to checkpoint clearances, company directory and employee status, facilities report, press kit slash PR. And then after press kit slash PR in TK's view of the board, there's um, another kind of like different color poster that's kind of black. Uh, and it just says access denied. TK, you know, he's he's got his mark. He's like, okay, uh, he... Uh sends he, he he comms everybody a link to a uh, a private uh streaming server that he mm -hmm. hasn't told anybody about and so he's sending <laughs> you an invitation to what looks like a consumer server <laughs> tk starts uh streaming his playthrough of uh, speed running the company directory uh lash quietly kind of is viewing that in the corner of her eye so yeah, if you guys click on the thing that TK sends you, you basically yeah. get a, a, a floating picture um, of the room that you're in. It's a little disorienting, but it looks different because TK has uh, different access than you. So yeah, so TK TK goes into the, the clearances directory and he's searching for their names. Next to all of your names, it says access temporarily suspended. TK edits that file. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. It is immaterial for you to uh, change it to granted, 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 granted. Remember, make sure to have your guest log in at the front desk with me, Farnham. <laughs> uh, TK puts Farnham on mute. <laughs> it uh, puts an arm around a cowboy watching this happen. <laughs> so TK is going to say, uh, Lash, can you check our Overwatch score? It's, it's, you know, I think you, I think you can do it. It's, it's not weird magic shit, but you can do it. And yeah. in the meantime, I'll try and get another get another mark here. So I guess I'll roll up hacking plus logic again. And give yourself a one dice bonus because you are already um, a low-level user. Same number of dice then. Five hits on that hack on the fly roll. I got two hits on my check Overwatch store. The grid rolled three, so uh, you are not able to tell. Um, I yeah. think that you all, in your professional opinion, you would probably guess that it's pretty low. You haven't been here for very long, and you haven't really done anything exceptionally illegal yet. So, yeah. you know. We've only done had, one illegal action, I think. Yeah, if you had failed a sleaze roll, like, that would be bad, but, well, uh, you know. We, we'll see if I just did, so. Okay, for trying to get another mark, the system only rolled three. Oh. So that means under our house rules, uh, you get an additional two marks because you got two net hits, oh. uh, which means you now have three marks, which is the maximum number of marks. The last wanted poster that used to be black now has um, a list of things on it. And that list is uh, pretty long. It says munitions, stock and audit, oh. mm. wanted list, comma, private, oh. open cases, Internal planning and organization, employee files slash medical records, and then evidence slash seizure database. <gasps> yeah, I think uh, TK is going to, uh, yeah, he's going to look into uh, w wherever he can find the records for firearm discharges. Farnham. 
Farnham? You muted Farnham. Farnham, unmute. I say comatitis. In that proud <laughs> tradition, I name you Senior Ranger. And he pins a little <laughs> silver star on your vest. <laughs> Thank you, Farnham. You're now wearing a vest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just you are definitely wearing a vest in the Matrix. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> what can you tell me about uh, firearms and firearm discharges uh, in the last, say, week? The munitions stock and audit line of text on the board flashes a red. And Farnham says, Oh, apologies for the inconvenience, partner. But that information is available only via wired connection to your local repository, while Lone Star conducts a security audit of the NYPD's pre-existing municipal data systems. If you've got hardwired access, come on down and pay a visit, won't you? Okay, uh, and uh, TK comes back to the team, uh, this relevant information. Does this mean we have to leave the Matrix and then come and physically find something to hardjack into? I mean, that's what it seems like, except, I, I mean, I can keep snooping here. I think I think I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep snooping, but uh, okay. Where where do you think I should look? If it's not in, you know, should I look at personnel? Actually, uh, Farnham, come in, Farnham. Oh, howdy, Farnham. Tell uh, tell me, can can I can you pull up Miko Jurovich's uh, records for me? Sure thing, sir. Employment status of Miko Jurovich. Redeployed. Hmm. Where exactly is Miko right now? Well, it looks like Miko Jurovich is redeployed. <laughs> okay, so is, can you can you track can you track his gun? Sounds like you want the munitions stock and audit directory. Yes, that I do, Farnham. Oh, apologies for the inconvenience, partner. But that information is available only via wired connection to your local repository, while Lone Star conducts a security audit of the NYPD's pre-existing municipal data systems. If you've got hardwired access, come on down and pay a visit, won't you? We, I can't get any of this stuff. I can't download it. I can't see it. So either we break in or, uh, or we don't get the answers. But I do know that Miko was redeployed. He's in the field somewhere. How to find him? Can't do that from here. Can you find out server locations in this building via your access right now so that we know yes. where to try to break yes. into? Farnham, uh, last thing before I head out of here. Partner, uh, where, where are the uh, <laughs> wired connection points? Can I get a map of those? Well, it sounds like you're asking for the facilities report. The room that you're in just disappears. It completely dissolves. There's uh, like matrix dust just kind of spread to the uh, four winds, and then it all recongeals -con back again in front of you. And you are looking at essentially a 3D model of the PBA. And there are a bunch of uh, sort of like buttons and panels floating in 3D space in front of you and around it and you can see uh, that it's already highlighted in this floating pane direct connection and then under direct connection uh, there's kind of like a um it's like a like a collapsible node tree uh, and they all have names uh, and they are all named for where they are the top one says pba local repository and it's highlighted purple and in the little floating 3D model that's in front of you. You can see in the interior of the building, a, a little a room that is highlighted purple. There's data in them there rooms. 
Thank you, Farnham. <laughs> Farnham can have a little fun too. You should you deserve it? Right. Farnham, give me that data. Just give me the whole, all of it, all the maps. Sending all the blueprints to your communications device. Thank you, Farnham. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think you don't know exactly the breadth of what that information is, but based upon the amount of space it takes up on your comm, you have a sense that it's um, not a a small amount of info. And uh, yeah, it is clear to you, uh, at least, that the closest direct connection uh, point uh, to uh, the data repository is in the interior of the PBA uh, in a spot that I don't think you've seen yet. Yeah, um, TK teleports himself back to where everybody else is. Yeah, you see in your little picture-in-picture the map room dissipate and now you are looking at a picture of the room that you're in inside, picture of the room that you're in, and uh, TK is back (laughs) in front of you. TK, TK, what'd you get? Got everything. Uh, Okay, great. Everything? Everything. So, here's the deal. Uh, So, you know how I couldn't see, you saw saw how I couldn't get into the stuff, the real stuff, the good stuff? Yeah, air gap. Yeah, we need to be... Air gap, yeah. So I found the closest spot. Oh, nice. Where is it? You want to guess? Is it in the is it in the PBA building? It wasn't a hard guess. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, it's just in the building. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so should we go over there now? A bunch of confetti just kind of materializes in the air in front of you. Um, <sighs> it's sort of like, do you guys remember that that drink orbits with the little stuff that would just oh, yes. float in? Yeah. The, yeah. It's like that. It's just kind of like it kind of materializes and just kind of stays in front of you. Mm. It's animated like it should be falling, but it's not. And you hear <laughs> a very synthesized like general MIDI level synthesized uh, like horn fanfare. Are there, we're the 100th customer in this (laughs) building or the mayor's about to arrive? Behold, the mayor of New York City. Lone Star is proud to welcome. Uh, Lux Lux touches his temples and he's like, oh God, the mayor's here. This is going to be the worst time to break into this place. It's going to be swarming with people. For the best. What do you mean? There's going to be security. Yeah, but we're on the list now. And also everyone's going to be there. We have access. Yeah, I got us list. And also, the mayor will be there. Okay, Clash. <laughs> that exciting to you? <laughs> yeah, uh, the mayor. I'll... The mayor has an approval rating of like of the like in the high eighties. So <laughs> well, that's the pretty mayor, high. The mayor is famously loved. Okay. Well, then. Um, yeah, I guess I could probably whip us up a couple of like press badges and stuff. And so, if anybody asks, we are we have oh, no. access to the we're, building. We're and... good. No, we don't even need press badges. We're just we Come can on, just walk just in. Just for the look. Oh, okay. right. well, well, if you want to do the look, I yeah. would love a press badge so I can meet the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here now, then. TK hops out of hot sim. He's back in the back in the building. Lux jumps back. Yeah, Viv wakes up in a sweat. <laughs> Flash feels great. Vivian! <laughs> there were no intruders. Oh, thank Musical you, Musical guest, white denim! <laughs> Fluffy, no. What did we talk about? <laughs> Fluffy, no. <laughs> you cannot keep watching your story. <laughs>
You guys wake up on the 13th floor of this 15th floor building. If you look out of the facade of the building where the um, where the tarp is and stuff, um, you can look to the PBA down below and you can see that there is a motorcade beginning to arrive. And no. uh, on the motorcade, in the motorcade, uh, in the center, there's a big black SUV that's got some little flags on it. Uh, some things never change. Some American flags, some uh, New York State flags, and of course, some Italian flags. Never do this. Let's go in. I have the locations. Just go meet the mayor. I can't <laughs> believe it. Lash is gonna meet the mayor. <laughs> friends, it's Jen, aka All That Utah Jazz on Discord. I wanted to personally thank you for shirting yourself. You shirted yourself so well on Cotton Bureau that we sold 160 shirts. That is not nothing. And if you don't want to miss out on limited edition shirt drops, you can join our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash funcityventures. You can shirt yourself with us. You can join our Discord and enjoy lots and lots of bonus content like our talk show, Fun Chatty, and one-shots of the game Morkborg. So don't miss out on your chance next time to shirt yourself at patreon.com slash funcityventures. Um, Lux goes down to the uh, car, to uh, Sweet Henley, and uh, whips up a couple of press badges. Um, he makes one for TK, even though he doesn't need one, um, and will hold it with him if TK doesn't want to wear it. Meanwhile, Viv is uh, talking to Fluffy. Okay, mist mode. <laughs> and she waves her hand, and Fluffy turns into like a talking mist <laughs> that is following them. I'm a cloud. Okay, shh, shh, shh. We're trying to sneak in, remember? I'm a cloud. Ew, that's good. That's good, Fluffy. He, I mean, yeah, TK's with Lux, and then he looks at Lux and is like, I didn't Marcus's press on the invite. Like, what? Oh. We're on the list, but not as press. Well, what are we on the list as? Just us? Okay. We're just on the list. I mean, I guess we could be pressed, but it's not explicitly stated there. I don't no, think anyone's going to check either way, but be is this an aesthetics have... thing? Is this important to you? No, just, you know, instead of saying we're shadow runners um, here to steal data, I thought we could say something else. Um, <laughs> and when you put it like that, yeah, I'll, I'll take the press pass. Thanks, TK. Because this is important to you, and I recognize that. Okay, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, TK. That sounds like more progress. Definitely. Meanwhile, Lash is on the message boards, you know, where her fellow Uncle Pat Cordulo heads are at just to get like the latest goss. They're, they're nieces and nephews. Yes, we are the nieces and nephews of <laughs> Uncle Pat Cordulo. And that's how we identify uh, just to see what the latest goss is like, you know, Pat Cordulo. We love him. Sometimes has some, you know, controversy surrounding him. Just want to know, like, what the goss is on the street. 
Uh, the big thing right now is a lot of people are curious what he's going to do about the strike. There are currently three police forces in New York City. Of course, some people feel like the mayor is doing literally everything he can. Some people feel like the mayor is not doing enough. They all love him. And they yeah. all appreciate that he has their best interests at heart. Um, but there's a, a lot of question about like how he's going to handle this, especially now that all this stuff has happened at the Chaz. Like, uh, he's obviously going to have to do something. Then there are a bunch of posts about what the mayor has been wearing this week. That's that's what I want to look at. Yeah, there's always posts about Uncle Pat's fashion. Uh, and it's, yeah, it seems like it's a big pinstripe week. Wow. Which usually means hard at work. Okay, wow. That's great to know. And Lash, without really telling you anyone, she's looking at this, goes, I hope it's blue. Good. <laughs> yeah, just checking the boards, checking out what, Pat has been up to, our Uncle Pat has been up to. I okay. cannot wait to meet him. Sure. So just for clarification, just so that I know, the press passes, do they say your actual names on them or are they pseudonyms? That's a good question, uh, Mike. I was about to ask TK what, what our names are in the system. You know, what are the identities he's given to this system that says yeah. this, this, this is us and yeah. we're here. This is, uh, I think, I think it's one of our, one of our sins. Okay. It would be whichever ones you think you tend to use when you visit Vern. Okay. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's like your, your, your low level sin kind of thing. So TK is sunshine. Mm. Rip, rest in peace, sunshine. Also, Mike, side note, I do want to say it is extremely funny that you created the fantasy of a good mayor of New York that everyone liked. <laughs> <laughs> thank this you for, thank really you for noticing. World. Yeah. 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 I just need you. This, I, is the, this is the biggest piece of fiction that has made its yeah. way yeah. into the game. Yeah. Yeah. On Absolutely. a long enough timeline, every configuration of everything will eventually occur. I love that. Yes. <laughs> funny. So Lux is using his Walter Potts sin. Um, he's got everybody's sins on their name tags, but you know, everybody should just be ready to say you're, Send name as opposed to your actual name. What are they? Just so that I have them. Nicholas Stevenson. And my low level sin is Ashley Simpson. Right. <laughs> Not Ashley Simpson. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, TK's is sunshine. Are we ready to go? Uh, yeah, let's do it. You all walk towards the PBA uh, from uh, Henley the Bentley, who is floating in uh, the river. You cross a park, you cross the street, and you have to go slightly further north in order to pass into the checkpoint. There's basically like one place where you're allowed to go. You have to go by the guardhouse. And at this point, the motorcade has just arrived. As you are walking north through the park, you see the, all of the motorcade enter into this uh, front area of the PBA, pass through this checkpoint. You see them go through, uh, you know, have their credentials checked, all this other stuff. You also see there's a ton of press around. There are probably maybe like 30, 40 people all uh, in a crush, all up against uh, these barriers uh, that are keeping them a safe distance away from the PBA. And on the other side of the barriers, there are a bunch of sheriffs just standing around, you know, black jeans, big black hats, big aviator sunglasses, laser rifles on their back. Doesn't appear as though this is a tense situation, uh, but it's like everybody just keeping everybody else in line. Uh, so you go up, and then do you go through the security checkpoint? Yeah, uh, TK looks at the team and puts his press badge uh, inconspicuously, probably inside of his arm or something, because he doesn't want to draw any unnecessary tension. And also his thinking, he says this to, I guess he'll say this to Lex, like, I'm going to put my badge away till we get inside because then we'll be inconspicuous because there aren't any press people going inside. 
think that's what all these people are doing, TK. I think all these press people are going to go inside. But they don't know us, and we don't know them. What if they say, hey, where'd you come? what outlet are you from? What outlet are we from? <laughs> um, the, uh, the Digitonian. Ah, the Digitonian. Yeah. TK, can TK take a second to make a Digitonian website? <laughs> Sure. Just roll me like a um, <laughs> roll me like a, a edit really quick. Five hits. With five hits, yes, I will give you that. You make a very quick website. DNS is much faster in twenty one oh one. It populates right. immediately, so someone can go wow. to uh, Digitonian dot ventures, which I guess we're now going to have to buy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, and hey, patrons, that's from you. You're buying Digitonian.Ventures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, they would see what reasonably looks like a newspaper, as long as they don't look too, too long. Yeah, we have I, we, there are bylines on the site, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> what's Lux's sin name? Uh, Walter Potts. Walter Potts' latest article is the front page, and it's, it's about... Um, exotic policing and the devices used therein because the digitonian <laughs> is really concerned with gadgets yes because it's about yes. gadget yeah it's about yeah exactly it's digital citizens but the tools they use to get through the day so walter potts is really interested in you know what what the nypd incorporated is using to police exotic situations with nice you basically press post publish whatever you know you finish everything the moment that you arrive at the threshold of the security checkpoint in front of the pba and there are two lone star sheriffs there they look like every other lone star sheriff you've seen big glasses big hat uh, black denim uh, six point star and uh, you go through one at a time, as you know, is is custom so that they can uh, scan the sins that are activated on your comm links. You hear them sort of mutter. They go, okay, Walter Potts, Nicola Stevenson, Ashley Simpson, Sunshine, Sunshine Mononymic. Mm, very cool. The di And as you're walking by, they go, the Digitonian. What's a... Uh, What's the, I haven't heard of that one. What's the Digitonian? Oh, check this out. TK pulls up the website with the Walter Potts post. It clicks in and it's like, it's just pictures of exotic gadgets in a slideshow and like cops, cops using them. Well, seeing as how I have critically glitched to figure out whether or not this is a real website. Never seen this before. And uh, I thought that the, the group of people that were allowed to see the mayor was uh, just his normal press corps and they all move as a group. But uh, yeah, this all, uh, this all looks... Looks like it's all right. Um, you know, uh, welcome. Uh, just uh, make sure you don't get uh, too uh, too close because um, uh, th he's going to do a little presser and we want to make sure that you get to ask the questions that you have. Okay. Thank you. And we file in. It's, yeah, it's super busy outside. There's a lot of press here. There's a bunch of places that you can go. Um, like you can go off to the left and off to the right, but it seems like the entryway, at least for the moment, is blocked by, uh, like I said, the semicircle of uh, Lone Star sheriffs uh, with laser rifles. What do you do? Do you sort of try to hide off to the side? Do you just file in behind all the, the press corps that's there? I think, yeah, I think, I think we file in behind, right? And then. You know, figure mm -hmm. out an opportune time for all of us to go to the bathroom as we are synced up in game also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think Lux suggests um, kind of gets the crowd, the group together a little bit and suggests um, that we uh, scope the place out a little bit and that Lux will be staying behind while you guys go and uh, try to sneak anywhere to represent the Digitonian here with the uh, press corps. 
Lashes half paying attention to what they are saying because her eyes are l- just scanning the crowd for Uncle Pat. So you don't see Uncle Pat, but you do know that you walked in immediately behind the motorcade. Uh, and so, you know, it's like the tires have just stopped rolling as you go through the checkpoint. And do you see his giant black SUV with all the flags on it, the New York State flag, uh, the New York City flag, the U.S. flag, the Italian flag. You file in behind this um, medium-sized group of uh, reporters. They're all talking to one another. You know, they're all very excited that they're going to get to see Uncle Pat. Uh, And, yeah, the door for this big black SUV opens, uh, and uh, it's the back driver's side door. It, It opens, and out of it comes... A very short, like five foot even, just absolute pair of a man <laughs> with this two thick, men <laughs> pear shape. Oh, an absolute light bulb of a dude. <laughs> yeah, so he's bright, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, he does when he gets when he gets out of his SUV. He shines this big, famous Uncle Pat smile. Very white teeth. And it looks like he's just got a hundred of them. And uh, he's got this uh, slicked back (laughs) helmet of black hair. And he's wearing, Lash is going to be very excited to learn, a bright, like almost superhero blue pinstriped suit. uh, Blue and white. And the the pinstripes are, I'm talking like an inch wide. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, he comes out. He jumps down uh, from the height of this SUV uh, over his suit. He's got this uh, very nice fitted overcoat that's black. Uh, It's kind of gray out. It looks like it could rain. uh, So he's dressed for the weather. Very bright, very shiny patent leather shoes. And yeah, this is Uncle Pat. Uh, The mayor has an approval rating of 80%. um, So everybody really likes him. As soon as his feet hit the ground, there's... A bunch of applause from both the press that's with you and even some of the Lone Star sheriffs. Uh, they are k- breaking their sort of characteristic stern public attitude. And as soon as the applause dies down, he starts pointing at some of the people who are in the group. He starts pointing at some of the reporters and going like, Christopher, how's your wife? How's she doing all right? I heard about the procedure. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I hope she's doing okay. And then he looks over at the other side and he goes, Flavia, it's very, very nice to see you. How, how's your husband doing with the studies? Is he is he liking <laughs> economic school or uh, is he like, you know, because I know it could be a little bit boring, but uh, yeah, like just let me know. Send me a letter. I want to know about how you're doing. And he's having these like little conversations with people. And after a while, he like says hi puts his arms up and he says, my friends, my friends, I got a couple minutes before I got to head in. I got to have a chat with some of the head NYPD negotiators and the Lone Star sheriffs. We are going to get this whole kerfuffle straightened out. I I heard you. I know how you're feeling. How many police forces does New York City have? My own. It's so many. We got (laughs) to take care of it. We got to take care of it. I know. I know you're frustrated, but... (laughs) But before I go in, you know, I love talking to you. It's you're my favorite people. If there's any questions that you want to ask me, uh, I got some time right now. You you let me know. No, Uncle Pat. 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 Uncle Pat.
Mr. Mayor, Tyler Lorenz, Cascadia Times Record Journal Constitution Daily Dot. Any more news on those people seen fighting the police on the roof of the Carnegie Arcology? Have they Listen, been identified? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you the same thing that I told everybody else. We got our best folks working on who these people are. As far as we know at this point, they're probably just Chaz citizens. And what were they doing? What were they doing? You've heard me say it before. What were they, they doing? They were protecting That's right. They were protecting themselves. And I mean, listen, you saw what happened. You saw what happened. Can you blame them? No, you cannot. Okay, next question. Uh, but Uncle Mr. Pat, actually, if you... Uncle Pat, Mr. Thomas, right here, Thomas. Reports are coming in that the residents of the Chaz are heavily armed and flagrantly break... Mayor, flagrantly breaking the city's gun laws. Will Lone Star do anything about it? Thomas, how can you... How do you come here... And ask me this question like you are not my sister's boyfriend's barber's <laughs> former roommate's cousin. I gotta do my job, buddy. <laughs> You're putting me in a position here. Okay, this is very concerning to me, and you know that. The safety of our city is very concerning to me. We can't have people walking around with guns unchecked. We can't do it. We can't have it. That being said, the Chaz folks are keeping to themselves and... You know this. They're claiming a kind of sovereignty. As you all know, we afford the corporations. They're claiming legally to be corporations. So until the legal calculations are complete, we got all the best computers working on it, and we get a case, we get a result that shows otherwise, until they meaningfully break any city laws, Lone Star is there to keep an eye on them, and they're there to keep everybody at Carnegie Hill safe, which, as you know, that's not easy. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. Trust me, this is this is of utmost importance to me, to me personally. And you know, Tom, have I ever lied to you? Uh, That's right, I've never lied to you. He never okay. lied. Last last question. Last oh, question. Yeah. I got time for one more. You in the back there. Dolores Cumbridge, New York postmodern, cub reporter. Any word on when the NYPD strike will end? Will you reinstate police commissioner Zuccotti after his resignation and relocation to Chicago? Or will there be a new commissioner? Ah, well, so that is a great question for a final question because that, my friends, is why I am here. I am here to talk with Sheriff Messing and some of the higher-ups in the union about coming to an understanding. We cannot have what happened in Carnegie Hill happen again, and I, Mayor Uncle Pat Cardulo, promise you it will not. All right. Until the next stop, uh, it has been uh, very Mr. nice Pat. chatting oh, with Mr. you. We've we got some work to do. Happy birthday to you, Candace. It's very nice to see you. All right, everybody. Have a nice afternoon. Uncle Pat goes inside. He's kind of like waving over his shoulder a little bit as he goes in. You see him enter through the front door and the front door closes. Most of the press corps stay here outside and are just kind of like milling about talking to one another, taking notes on their comms, uh, various other things. Uh, Some of them go in and uh, follow the mayor and head into the PBA. Most of the sheriffs uh, who were guarding the entrance have left, uh, so it seems like there's not much restriction as far as going inside. Yeah, that makes sense. There's probably going to be a post-meeting interview as well, because obviously the press is going to want to know what happens afterwards. Um, So um, uh, Lux uh, follows uh, some of the press members that are going in after him. Yeah, goes into the building. 
It follows slowly, but not exactly after love. Everybody goes inside. Lux um, thinks that uh, having uh, some uh, some shots here or the impression that he's taking some shots and stuff would be very helpful. So he puts in his uh, his contact uh, that makes it look like he's got a camera for an eye. Um, and he starts doing his hand motion that uh, shows that he's uh, taking some pictures of the... the uh, and this is this is relatively new no- news. I mean, there, there may not have had press in here uh, showing the new headquarters. I mean, you know, uh, up to just a couple of days ago there this was still pba so so he's taking some shots and showing some of the new lone star changes and things like that in the meantime lux calms everybody says all right get on it i'm gonna i'm gonna be uh, hanging around here until the uh the mayor comes back for more press stuff uh okay lux is doing some recording of the lobby uh because maybe some things have changed in the last couple weeks and this is new information when you leave the press group and you go around to the front and you cross the portion of the grounds that were previously protected by some Lone Star sheriffs, uh, they're not there anymore. There are a couple that are standing guard outside of the front doors of the PBA. But when you approach, no one pays you any mind. Uh, nobody stops you and asks for any credentials. I think you probably get the sense that, like, if you've made it this far, you're kind of allowed to be here. Uh, they don't seem to be stopping anybody. And you enter the PBA, you open the front door and you go inside you see a couple things uncle pat's in there he is saying hello to everybody like he (laughs) is going and he seems like he knows everyone's name uh and he's just going person to person saying hello you can see that he's working his way kind of towards the back hallway that you know that you've walked down many times oh important to note when you get inside big welcome banner huge Mm -hmm. welcome banner hanging right in the middle welcome couple exclamation marks italian flags everywhere also (laughs) also uh like hot plates like burners uh, just full of spaghetti (laughs) um and a rather large pile of what look like italian sub sandwiches nice that's hospitality and, uh, you know, Uncle Pat stops, he grabs a sandwich, uh, and he <laughs> walks towards the back left uh, of the lobby, where in the host that you just left, there was a mechanical bull. But here, uh, there's just some tables and chairs. And he's walking towards two people that you recognize. The first person is Vern. Vern Solix is here. Uh, hmm. And he is looking at Uncle Pat. And he is standing next to someone else that you recognize, uh, whose name I believe you may be just learned. But you've seen this man before in Vern's office. This is a high up Lone Star Sheriff. This is uh, the person that you have just heard Mayor Cardulo refer to as Sheriff Messing. Uh, And if you have been keeping up with the news, if you have done any searching, you would know that this is Colton Messing. It's kind of like the head of Lone Star in New York City. Uh, The like, you know, they don't have any ranks beyond Sheriff, uh, but he's the head Sheriff, really. And the mayor is walking towards uh, these two gentlemen with a, a sub sandwich in one hand and uh, the other hand outstretched for a handshake. Taylor, I just want to ask, like, do you think Vern notices the team or is he very focused? You can tell from Vern's body language that he is wrapped. R-A-P-T, not physically. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot it's of a big paper. man. <laughs> uh, that he is wrapped uh, by the exchange currently going on between Colton himself and the mayor. His eyes are locked on the mayor, and you can tell that the charm switch in Vern's brain has been turned to super on. Super on. <laughs> and you can, and for anybody who's like paying close attention, I think there are things that you might notice, which is that when the mayor approaches these two people, 
he acknowledges both of them in turn. Then he shakes their hands in opposite order. And when he shakes Vern's hand, you can tell that he's got a technique for this because Vern's hand is so huge Mm -hmm. uh, that he puts his hand over the top of Vern's hand along his his pointer (laughs) finger and next to his thumb and then puts the other hand on the back of his hand. So he's doing this like really kind of familiar, almost hand hug. Mm. And I think if you were in Vern's brain, you would be thinking like, that's good. Like he really knows how to do this. <laughs> of course. This is not his first rodeo with mm. Mayor's yeah. handshake. Uh, and you can tell it's just there's a lot of um, really capital G genuine warmth mm. exchange <laughs> yeah. between these two professional bullshitters. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, the, the handshake with Colton Messing is strong, brief, one shake and done. Like he knows exactly <laughs> the Lone Star rhythm. He's got it down. Uh, the mayor has a small entourage with him. Uh, he's got one assistant and there are two um, Lone Star sheriffs that are sort of following him, you could say. Uh, and so those three people are with him as he approaches uh, these two other people. They have their greetings and Vern says something, looks at Colton. Colton says something. They both turn around and they start walking down the hallway that you have been down several times. This is the hallway that you know that leads to the front offices where Vern's office is. And Viv ascents before they all leave the room. Sure. And that is four hits. Is there anything specific that you want to know or do you want me to just list some things that you notice? Um, Looking for magic users in the entourage, but if there aren't, then... (laughs) Yeah, there are there's there are no magic users around. Uh, you might get like one semi bright aura somewhere in the depth of the building, but you don't see anything um, in the immediate area. You can also tell like the the mayor is extremely healthy. Uh, wow. the, yeah, the mayor is, uh, you know, maybe in his early 60s, uh, but has the physiology of someone who is in their late 30s, early 40s, really takes care of himself. What do you guys want to do? From where we're standing, can we see a hallway or some kind of area that we can sense where the jack is? I think as far as you can tell from where you're standing, the only way for you to get into the further interior of the building, where the direct connection is, is down the hallway that Vern, Colton, and Uncle Pat have just gone. You don't, from the front lobby, see any other pathway that leads you to the interior of the building besides that one. Okay, how far ahead of are they from us? Like, how far ahead are they? Maybe, like, 20 feet? I think, yeah, I think TK's just gonna trail them. And he's going to look for a bathroom, and if anyone looks at him, he's going to beeline for whatever bathroom it is. You're blending in with the crowd, and his back is now turned as Vern walks away. Great, yeah, so TK follows. Lash is going to follow TK, but she is going to keep a little bit of distance, pretending like they don't know each other. Yeah, Viv um, is just going to kind of look lost and, <laughs> and follow behind Lash. Like, oh, uh, kind of just looking into windows and, oh, what's that? Like gesturing at doors. Lux calms everybody um, as he sees them disperse and uh, go to grab that data to uh, be confident be calm. You're you you're here because you're supposed to be here. Um, you're you're only a few steps away from any bathroom, so you could always be going there. And if any if you guys need a distraction, let me know um, on the com, and I will do my best to make one down here. TK, Viv, and Lash follow the mayor, Sheriff Messing, and Vern down the hallway. 
as you turn the corner from the lobby to look down the hallway, uh, you see them, you know, progress. They go down this hallway that has these glass walls on one side and a stone wall on the other side. They get to the end of the hallway and they turn right and they open a set of blue doors, blue double doors that are in the stone hallway and those doors close. And if you continue to follow, uh, you know this hallway really well. This is the hallway where Vern's office is. And if you continue to follow them, you eventually get to where Vern's office is, or should I say, was. If you look inside to the left where Vern's office was, none of his stuff is in there anymore. Uh, and in fact, it's now where it was home to one large desk. It is now home to three desks. And there are three Lone Star sheriffs in there with their boots up on their uh, wooden desks, uh, all talking on their comms. Uh, one of them is uh, writing on a uh, typing on a keyboard that he's got on his lap. And you're like sort of met again with the idea of how large Vern is. What was an office for one troll is now an office for three humans. Uh, but also raises the question of like, what's going on with Vern? Uh, this is no longer uh, where he keeps his things. Do you keep walking down towards the blue doors? Is that where we can sense that that's where we have to go with the Jack? Yeah. So uh, if you are looking at the model, you know, we can say that TK maybe has the map up floating in AR so that he can navigate to where he needs to go. You would see in the blueprints that this hallway leads to what appears to be like a central kind of like work area. And the server connection, the direct connection to the data repository is at the other end of that work area. And you see really no other entryway, no other, no other obvious entryway to get into that zone besides, yeah, this this door yeah should we continue it through go ahead okay yeah you get to the door when you guys try to open the door to go through there's a little bit of resistance and uh you hear the mayor's voice quietly on the other side and he says christopher I, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you again and i and i want you to listen to me this time and i don't want any arguments okay i don't need anybody hearing about what we're going to talk about in there you're hearing this through the other side of the door so it's kind of muffled so the guys, the one, these ones with the guns, they can just go, they can grab coffee or whatever. You can let everybody else know if they, if they see that the meeting room is unattended, that's fine. It's okay. You understand me. And his assistant goes, um, uh, Mr. Mayor, are you sure it's safe? I mean, this place is really crowded. There was really only like a perfunctory security check. And the mayor goes, Christopher, Christopher, what the fuck did I say to you? This is the fucking house of the police it's safe what's not safe is any worried getting out about any of this before the deal is done okay i don't need any extra ears around this meeting capiche christopher says yes mayor I, I capiche. that's a good boy and you kind of feel like the the door sort of like releases a little bit, like someone was holding it to make sure that no one could come through. And then you hear footsteps walk away and recede into the distance and their voices get quieter as they walk to where they, where they want to go. Tika tries the doorknob. The door opens. Success. So you wait a second, wait for them to walk away. Uh, you open the door. And when you open the door, you're met with another just massive group of people. This room is very large. And you see off to the left, uh, the mayor, Vern, and the head sheriff uh, walking up a set of stairs that seems to lead to the third floor. 
The third floor is this ring around this big open space of what looks like glassed-in meeting rooms uh, with the same um, like uh, blurring privacy shield that you saw Vern turn on in his office when you first met him. It seems like this is where people go to have private meetings. The second floor in this large open room is a kind of mezzanine that juts out towards you from the uh, other side. This is maybe like a couple hundred feet away. It's pretty big. And there, there's a small commissary, uh, some big like wooden work tables, people eating lunch, uh, sort of more informal working space. And then the third floor is slightly below you uh, in a kind of pit, uh, you could say. And this is just a huge corral of desks with no partition between them. So there's maybe a hundred or so desks just set up in this large open space. A lot of people sitting at them, a lot of people moving between them. Definitely a, a worker here for at least one of every one of those desks. Um, and uh, this is maybe the central work area of the PBA, uh, you know, you which you've never seen before because you haven't had a reason to. Very big, very open, very bright. The other thing that you see that is of note, uh, because you are looking for it, is the location of the data repository, which is directly across this large room from you, like one floor down straight ahead. And you can see another set of blue double doors and atop that set of blue double doors carved into the stone of the wall, data repository, starting at that door, a long line of people just standing there. And at the front of that line, <laughs> two traffic cones, orange, and a sign orange hanging on the door. And if you were to zoom in using your, uh, your comms, if you, using your glasses, you would see that the sign reads, audit in progress. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you stand there long enough, you see the three people who are about to have what seems like it might be a very tense conversation walk up a long flight of stairs and go into a glass meeting room you can see which room they're in and you see Vern walk over to a control panel on the side he flips a switch and the clear glass goes dull so that you can no longer see them with clarity but you can see their rough outlines okay it looks like there's a line yeah I can see that are there any other locations within the PBA that have a data jack that we can get into no, there is one data repository, and it's that Fantastic. one that people are waiting to get into. Well, I guess we wait in line or try and find another way in. We might uh, find some ways to get people out of the line. I don't like that look that you have on your face. I don't know what you're talking about. Viv starts walking to the right and finds a set of stairs that goes downward into the pit. <laughs> Yeah, no one stops you. Um, like, a lot of the people who are in here are dressed like Lone Star Sheriffs. You definitely don't, like, blend in, but neither do you really stick out. There's a lot of different kinds of people around. Viv is smiling ear to ear, saying, Hello, officer. Bam.
you are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to bonus one-off episodes, Mork, Borg, Side Games, our weekly post-episode chat show, Fun Chatty, and our Discord, head on over to patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Steven, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes. I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches. Hey, this is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O on Instagram and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter. I'm Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at Shodell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at Taylor.biz. And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Fun City Ventures. This episode of Fun City was recorded at various locations around Brooklyn, New York. It was edited by Sam Grant and produced and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. Pixel Riff's approval rating is even higher than Uncle Pat's. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall, with tracks by Will Savino. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Polium. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton.